Kia ora tato. this is the blog post from the 9th of July 2020. Trust the process. The light comes eventually. You don't need your eyes to see it. Sometimes the darkness feels never-ending. Like it'll never be light again. We'll never feel the warmth or joy in our hearts again. Like you're stuck in the last few phases of Tipo and haven't collected enough tokens to get Tane, the Atu of the forest, to flip on his back and into the position to separate Rangi and Papa, heaven and earth. There's no cheat codes either. Paradoxically, I don't know if I said that right, it's in this darkness that creation takes place and takes effect. Where things come apart and come together, where the little pieces add up, where the strands unravel and the formless starts to take shape. It's a paradox because creation and destruction are one and the same, they're a package deal. The world ends in some way every second. Whether it's the blink of an eye, the end of a new day, closing the chapter of a book, or the end of the latest chapter in your life story, the sun sets in the west, to eventually rise and shine again in the east. Where the world is born anew, eyes open wide, the dawn of a new day, where the start of the next chapter and adventure awaits. The light comes eventually, you don't need your eyes to see it. Te kore, te po, te ao marama. Our creation whakapapa states that darkness, destruction and chaos precede light. And for light, enlightenment, physical manifestation to be obtained, we must first endure darkness, confusion, disorder and dysfunction. It's a duality, just like Uru Tengangana, the eldest of te atua, the atua of light informing us that no matter how dark, confusing or hopeless things might get, light always comes. And it's not even a matter of seeing it with our eyes, seeing things in our life change or seeing the light at the end of the metaphorical tunnel. By whakapapa, that's the last thing to show an effect. It's also the last of the senses to be developed as pepi in our mama's kōpū or womb. And it's affected by the unseen, formless chaos that you can't see with your eyes anyway. Imagine that, to have sight but no vision. Vision, on the other hand, requires imagination, trust and understanding of the process, innovation, dreaming and courage. Sight? Something biological. If you rely on sight and measure how you're doing by what you can see, when everything's going your way, it's awesome. You're on top of the world, you're in a good place and a place for thriving. But when you ultimately, inevitably end that cycle and transition into darkness of some kind, it's part of whakapapa, there are different phases for different phases, it's natural and it will come, will your sight be a reliable source to relay accurate information? Or perhaps you recognise the function your eyesight serves, but know that it's inferior compared to the vision you see in your mind with your heart and soul. This isn't even something we do, but something we are naturally and innately, that radiates out of us into everything we do. It's the process to help us remember the light will always come, and that we can see it in our minds long before its physical form, lighting up the end of the tunnel, or rising again in the east, starts to glow. Tēnā tātou, Hana. Oh, okay, so this one's a little bit shorter than previous weeks. Um, definitely still in that space where I'm not feeling down but I'm still affected in some way by a few different things I think all compiling at the same time so I think it's 
the transition out of lockdown. It's being exposed to different people, different uh, sources of stimulation, traveling, mahi picking up, and stresses or stressors uh, increasing again in some way. I think all of those are compounding and it's affected me as well as uh, Papa Tony passing away a few weeks ago as well. And I mentioned that because when he passed away and I wrote a blog post dedicated to him, it set off a chain of events or chain of thought processes that I traced back to how big of an impact he had on my life. Like I mentioned it in that blog post that three of my favorite things about being me, being Māori, a love of learning and being curious about the world and exploring, like all of those I can trace back to him. And to think that he has passed away now, I just, I don't know, I think I've been trying to process how small decisions can have this huge impact and I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one who felt the effect of the sacrifices he made to set up mana tamariki, to push for te matua, to be established, kura kaupapa Māori, like all the different things that he did and that he was a part of, um, I'm the result of some of those decisions he made and it just... I think I'm in awe of that, in a way, of that process and of things coming together and how I'm the product of decisions he made. And it just, I think, it doesn't bother me, but I'm just astounded, I'm amazed by it. And it's taken me the last few weeks to really sit with those feelings, come to terms with them, wrestle with them, and just let them be and let them go on their way if that makes sense and so trusting the process the light comes eventually it's not that I feel like I'm in the darkness like with this post and especially last week's post as well but there is that confusion that uncertainty that in between kind of space that I feel I have been in uh, that it feels like sitting with these thoughts and feels has allowed me to um, be my own light leading me out of the tunnel metaphorically tunnel did I say that right geez Um, but yeah so in a way it's this post and the one before uh, describing my state of mind or the state of my heart really in the last few weeks but not really if we think about the connotations that come with darkness, like my life's good, I'm really grateful, things are going really well, got good people, been doing good copa, but like it's all good. Um, But it's just those elements of uncertainty and just, I don't know, feeling a type of way and I'm all good with it. And I have struggled, as I mentioned in last week's post, I struggle to produce content, like I've just been resisting it, um, but feel like, I'm getting, I don't know, that I'm transitioning out of whatever this phase is um, on my own pace, in my own time, which I really like. Um, But there's a line in here that I think I liked and I just chucked in there because I liked it. (laughs) So this one, this post might need a bit of reviewing as well uh, to adjust the flow to make sure it's good. Um, But it's this line here. 
Um, it's a duality, just like Uritangangana, informing us that no matter how dark, confusing or hopeless things might get, the light always comes. And it's not even a matter of seeing it with our eyes or seeing things in our life change or seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Because by whakapapa, that's the last thing to show an effect. It's also the last of the senses to be developed in our mama's kōpū uh, while we're growing in there, which I don't think is a coincidence. And even that, uh, even our sight is affected by unseen, formless chaos that we can't see with our eyes. Imagine that, to have sight but no vision. And so I'm pretty sure this is how I started the post. And then as I started writing, it started to drift away from this line, to have sight but no vision. But I think I wanted to chuck it in there so it might feel a little bit forced, <laughs> for want of a better word. Um, but then I try to tie it in there. That vision requires imagination, trust, understanding of the process, innovation, dreaming, courage. And vision isn't even about sight. Like it's about that trusting the process. The light comes eventually. You don't need your eyes to see it. To have the vision. To have the vision of who you want to be. The kind of life you want to have the kind of kaupapa you want to serve, how you want to serve your people or your community, you don't need your sight to do that. And so when people talk about seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, um, if you have vision, it'll pull you through no matter how dark it gets. Like it doesn't even matter if you're in the dark. And so in a way, this post is a reminder to me. And if it resonates with you and whatever you might be going through, then that's cool too. Um, but definitely a reminder to me, an affirmation that, yep, whatever you're going through, cool. Uh, feel those things, navigate that darkness, but just keep the vision in your mind. Because if you rely on your sight, hang on, where are we? Um, if you rely on sight and measure how you're doing by what you can see, when everything's going your way, it's awesome. You're on top of the world. You're in a good place, a place for thriving. But when you ultimately, inevitably end that part of the cycle and transition into darkness of some kind where you lose the job or the opportunity closes or, you know, things don't work or it reaches the end of its lifespan, will your sight be a reliable source to relay accurate information? Right, where the things that you can see in your life change, and maybe for the worse, if that's how you're looking at things, will that be a reliable source? Will you still rely on it in the same way? And then in the next paragraph, or perhaps you recognize the function your eyesight serves because it has its purpose, uh, but you know it's inferior to the vision you see in your mind, with your heart, and with your soul. It's not even something we do, but it's who we are naturally and innately that radiates out into everything we do and so if we I think make the shift towards vision and I feel like this is what I'm going through personally um, is shifting back to that inner vision um, holding it in our minds and our hearts and our souls whatever we do will be an expression of that and it's not even something we do first and foremost like again the action is the last part of the whakapapa if it's something we are then it just radiates out. So if we have that vision in our mind, our behavior and our actions will be an expression of that. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, please let me know. Um, but definitely enjoyed this post. It was a mission to get my thoughts in order and to get them out into some 
everything kind of coherent <laughs> um, but definitely starting to enjoy these a lot more I think as I make sense of what I've been feeling and thinking I find it a lot more enjoyable uh, to reflect on the posts as I read through them as well. So I hope there was something of benefit for you in there. Uh, let me know if you have any questions, any comments or any similar experiences or any whakaro at all about the post. I'd love to hear it. But otherwise, I will catch you on the next one. Ete iwi, hei kona, kia paitera.